It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reviews. Packed with the devil. This is a modern updating of the classic, Picture of Dorian Gray. As if the Oscar Wilde story was rewritten by sex and shopping book hack, Jackie Collins. There's nothing new here except for the setting, in a photo model environment instead of Victorian London. It starts off interesting enough but McDowell is a poor man's devil, begins to chew the scenery before too long. And sadly, Ethan Erickson doesn't have the range of acting to successfully portray the slowly morally declining Dorian. For a study in debauchery, there's precious little shown, you would get the idea the height of decadence was dancing in a few discos on the continent. Surprising since the video I watched had an 18 certificate. The original film version was made under far more stringent censorship rules but still was able to imply the depths that Dorian sunk to in his pursuit of hedonistic pleasures. This is just fodder for the MTV generation, full of flash style and hip music but lacking in any real substance at all. Watch the original or for a study in moral corruption, check out the excellent, alias Nick Beale, starring Ray Milland as well. The story is familiar, recall, original novelist Oscar Wilde's, Dorian, wished his painting would grow old whilst he remained young. Like in days of old, handsome male model Ethan Erickson, as Lewis wishes for eternal youth. Then, while one of his pictures ages, he becomes the ageless, Dorian, of the title. Like his predecessors, Mr. Erickson descends into decadent debauchery. A charismatic older mentor, Malcolm McDowell, as Henry, eggs him on. Retitled, Packed with the Devil. Alan A. Goldstein's updated, Dorian, alters the story in ways that become nonsensical. The main problem occurs by making Mr. McDowell's character semi-Faustian. To have McDowell in the cast, and render his character inexplicable, should be a crime. Erickson, an extremely good-looking man, is also slighted by a faltering characterization. In an early scene, he is required to pretend he couldn't imagine someone thinking he could be a pin-up boy. And, Jennifer Nitsch, as bait, has an undeveloped, but intriguing, backstory. Asterisk 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 Dorian 2001 Alan A. Goldstein, Ethan Erickson, Malcolm McDowell, Jennifer Nitsch, Christoph Waltz. The title of the movie, as shown by Showtime, the other night, was, A Pact with the Devil. It didn't ring a bell as anything seen locally in recent years. The idea of seeing a film with Malcolm McDowell in it, and nothing else worth watching in the other channels, played a trick on us. We witnessed in horror, a remake of Oscar Wilde's novel, The Picture of Dorian Gray, that has nothing to do with the classic, and much better film, of 1945. Under the direction of Alan A. 
Goldstein, we are taken, where else, to the world of the supermodels, where beauty is only skin deep. Henry, who stands as the devil, tempts Lewis into giving his soul in exchange of keeping his good looks forever, duh. Incredibly, we watch as the picture of Lewis, now renamed Dorian, ages in ways that are not realistic, at all. I mean, a few wrinkles, we could understand, but making the image in the photograph, taken by Henry, a monster, is pushing reality a bit too far. Malcolm McDowell, who is an otherwise excellent actor, lends himself to this misguided attempt to retell something that was better done before and should have been left alone by the people behind this travesty. Watch it at your own risk. A mediocre retelling of Oscar Wilde's classic Dorian Gray tale, the only thing about it worth watching is Malcolm McDowell. In his typical batty role, McDowell is gleefully diabolical and makes even the most ridiculous plot turns almost believable. The rest of the action, while pretty enough to look at, is flawed and boring at best. I rented this on the dollar shelf, and I rented it for McDowell. I got what I paid for. Interestingly, IMDB doesn't allow me to post less than 10 lines of text, so I'm not going to have enough to say about its cheesy acting, rehashed into pulp mush of a very thin plot, bad dialogue, wooden character interactions, and all-around TV movie feel. It's the kind of movie you watch when there's absolutely nothing else to do. My advice. Vacuum instead. A film reminding the generosity of novel inspiring it, against obvious use of the book only as pretext for a story in which the physical beauty of Ethan Erickson, an ordinary one, for my poor taste and the try to use the same recipe of ambiguous evil character by Malcolm McDowell, more devil than Harry. Sure, modeling the world, photo and not picture, a not-so-bad idea and the last moments of Dorian life are just nicely crafted, same moral and ironic final, not the most inspired dialogue but a really good job of Christoph Waltz. A modest film but not exactly a real disappointment, nice try to use, in a sort of MTV-style game, pieces of a classic masterpiece. Confused, chaotic, unrealistic situations and not brilliant acts but a version, reminding more 1971, unfortunately is the worst one, adaptation. So, not so fair to be very critical about this new Dorian, but only accept its modest purpose and to hope, in an idealistic manner, to be a sort of kick to discover the book inspiring it for the audience. This was shown on cable under the title, Packed with the Devil. I thought it would be an obscure John Carradine flick. Dot but it was this. This is a modernized version of, the picture of Dorian Gray. Henry, Malcolm McDowell, a very rich man who runs a photographic service, becomes enamored with Louis Ethan Erickson, a young, hunky man. He sees him as the perfect male model and gets him started. He tells Louis about the story of Dorian Gray, a man who makes a deal with the devil, he'll stay young looking always while his portrait ages. Louis is intrigued and does exactly that. Henry changes Lewis's name to Dorian, Dorian becomes a huge male model and Henry will do anything to keep Dorian, including murder. Plot spoiler ahead. You've probably guessed that McDowell is the devil and it all ends as the original did. Plot spoiler end. This is no great movie but not bad on its own terms. It's beautifully shot in some absolutely gorgeous settings. The music soundtrack is good and there are some nice directorial touches. The story itself is okay, it follows the original pretty closely. There was one glaring lapse, it takes place over 20 years. Everybody notices how young Dorian stays, but don't notice it with McDowell or another character. 
McDowell is quite obviously having a whale of a time with this and he's just great. Erickson is so-so. Sometimes he's pretty good, other times he's pretty bad. But he is incredibly handsome with a nice body. The surprising thing about this is there's no nudity, the closest they get is when Erickson almost bears his butt. So, for a direct-to-DVD movie, this isn't too bad. And Erickson is incredibly good-looking. I give it a 7. Basically, transporting it to a modern-day setting should be enough to do the trick. Christ on a stick, this was a lamentable film. It will never be the worst film ever, nor is it so badly made it sucks Harry Balls. But given the fact this was based on Oscar Wilde's, the picture of Dorian Gray, they sure turned it into an atrocity. The easiest thing to do was to set the story in the world of models and fashion photography, eternal youth and beauty, right? Closing parenthesis dot. Yan, how original. Furthermore, this film suffers so much from looking, so 90s, that it hurts. A lot. Ridiculous and worn out fashion concepts, the photo shoots are so cliched, and you should see the result. No artistic value whatsoever, a lot of uninspired pop rock songs for no reason on the soundtrack, lots of cheap but oh so hip at the time editing effects, glossy and shallow sensuality, polished soft sex scenes, art farty, beaumont, parties, and artificial fragrance of decadence. Should I go on? I've seen decadence in the world of fashion portrayed with more flair in a grotesque B-flick like, Night Angel, 1990. I've seen art, photography, evil and mirrors handled better in horror sequel romps like, Amityville, A New Generation, 1993. You think those are great movies? That should say enough about how good a job this, Dorian, did on a classic story. I've also seen great Edgar Allan Poe stories all mangled up and poured into some, sorority girls, slasher format in, Buried Alive, 1990, not exactly the most faithful of adaptations. But I'm sure if they'd turned this, Dorian, into a slasher, it would have been a better stupid movie. You can tell Malcolm McDowell had some fun playing his part, as Dorian's evil mentor, but it's far less fun seeing him play it. The whole film pretty much bores you along, and so does McDowell after a while. Have the Hughes brothers make a new, Dorian Gray, movie with a Victorian London setting and give us a decent adaptation. It would be more pleasing looking forward to such a project than suffering through the umpteenth unimaginative Hollywood remake of any given horror film these days. Or maybe I could check out the 2009 version with Colin Firth. It surely should have more appeal than this trite. Apparently, this, Dorian, a.k.a. Pact with the Devil, was a direct-to-video movie, and it shows. To call it an MTV-styled updating of Oscar Wilde's novel, the picture of the Dorian Gray, doesn't fully describe how awfully irritating it is. For some reason, once acclaimed actor Malcolm McDowell, a clockwork orange, 1971, and future two-time Oscar winner Christoph Waltz, Inglorious Bastards, 2009, Django Unchained, 2012, or in it. They easily outshine the wretched demonstrations of so-called acting by the rest of the cast of amateurs, even though McDowell mostly butchers the epigrams of Wilde's Lord Henry, and Waltz plays a billionaire cuckold invented for this movie and who is rather superfluous to the main plot. There's a lot of yelling and shoving that's supposed to be drama. Wilde's words are replaced by illiterate drivel. 
At the least, the movie should have been edited down to a more tolerable short rather than a feature-length picture cluttered with time-lapse photography of traffic and cityscapes as transitions between just about every scene and with a distracting and obnoxious soundtrack also transitioning between and within just about every scene. In the one where Henry discovers two girls in Dorian's apartment, his voiceover is almost inaudible because of the blaring music. Instead of trimming, however, the jarring editing features temporal replays and sequences that look like trailers, the montage of Dorian and Bay's affair and the one of the billionaires cuckolding. I've seen every Dorian Gray movie I could find since reading Wilde's book, and although there's not many of them available, I've seen ten, including the loose reworkings such as this one, this is easily the most ineptly assembled of the lot. It seemingly has a few novel ideas, too, but blunders them all. There's potential for some clever structuring of the narrative, especially with McDowell and Waltz, characters. Both employ a form of surveillance, Waltz with the cameras capturing his cuckolding, and McDowell sneaking photographs like a peeping Tom. McDowell's Lord Henry is also the narrator, who in the movie's framing device is relating the main story to the detective. He also relates the outline of Wilde's novel to Dorian in this movie. Plus, he has the omniscience of the devil. But, nothing interesting comes of any of this. Reworking Wilde's Faustian tale of eternal youth and doppelganger images for the modeling business seems promising, too, as it did when the 1983 TV movie, The Sins of Dorian Gray, did the same thing. That version also had a female version of Basil, the artist who painted Dorian's portrait in the book. Here, she's Bay, the photographer. In both movies, Henry manages Dorian, and both are updated to contemporary times. Worst of all, both, through their partial gender reversals, are heteronormative of the gay subtext of the book. Although, at least, this one contains some debauchery, it's flabbergasting how little is even hinted at in some of the other adaptations. A photographic portrait of Dorian instead of a painted one also has an antecedent in a 1915 silent film version, which still exists. Ordinarily, I think I'd like the use of mirrors here, too, including hiding the portrait behind one, but the movie is so poorly executed in every way, it's difficult to appreciate that there might have been some appealing concepts to begin with. Everything about this sickly adaptation of Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray stinks to heaven, stinks of its saccharine cloying disco soundtrack, stinks of Cheshire Cat's grin of a protagonist throughout the film, and its stuffy atmosphere of cheap glamour. After the publication of bestseller about the model Dorian, I wonder what kind of bestseller may be written about a man advertising underwear, he becomes famous and forever young thanks to devilish charms put into his photograph and forever intoxicated on drugs and alcohol he's galloping through beautiful people's parties thanks to his putrid popularity straight to his unavoidable bitter end. If there weren't so many funny Malcolm McDowell's grimaces, for whom playing a demonic being is business as usual, I would have given this piece of crud just one star. The Portrait Dorian Gray, the classic story written by Oscar Wilde in 1890, was adapted to the modern times in Dorian, a quite cheesy film that brings the same story with a giant variety of changes and characterizations of events, in short a drastic summary for people who hate read books and prefers to watch images. The story goes from the 1890s to the 2000s, Dorian, played by Ethan Erickson, isn't rich, he's a young worker that happens to be in the right place at the right moment when his beauty is noticed by Henry, Malcolm McDowell, who wants to transform the average worker into a famous top model. 
Instead of a painted picture Dorian is immortalized into a photograph that will become ugly, scary while he'll never get old after making a pact with the devil, the notion we get is that Henry is the devil who steals cute guys' souls to take. There's the forever young theme, the romance between Dorian and Sybil, tragedies, beauty versus ugliness versus intelligence and body versus soul, and the elements and quotations perfectly written by Wilde in his masterpiece. But there's something rotten in this film, something that doesn't work quite right. Actually, many things. The wooden acting from the casting, but hey, Mr. Hans Landa, Christoph Waltz is there to give an impressive job here, the script that is pretty laughable at so many moments, the photo session with Dorian trying to do a sexy pose is one of those. And once you love the book, know how everything is so perfect and beautiful in it, you can't never achieve greatness in an update like this. A remake with period costumes, closer to what the writer wrote, like the one made in 1945, works way better than this. Dorian, only works when it comes to see how handsome Dorian is, I mean, the main actor who looks incredibly hot whether shirtless, showing his great body or just wearing those tight jeans, so nice to look, he's very hunky. His female co-stars are equally good, except for the one who plays Sybil Vane, which might only be attractive to the director or Dorian's eyes. This Dorian Gray's modernization might work for the poor souls who haven't got the opportunity, or the time and patience to read one of the most dazzling and respected classic of English literature. To me, it was just silly entertainment, with some good laughable moments. Four-tenths. A great novel is too fragile to be a toy. This movie is proof. The intention of the director is not very bad but not cast, not clothes, not acting can save a nasty script. And the acting is not impressive. This movie is only a stupid game with pieces from Faust and Dorian Gray. No start, no end, only a perfect chaos, boring, strange, gray, a kind of blasphemy, it is not an error or mistake. It is only a show, an adaptation for a kind of public, a mixture of fashion, photo art and the temptation of celebrity, metamorphosis and moral lessons. So, the sin is option for Oscar Wilde, and the childish desire to tell a profound story is ordinary joke, otherwise, only great virtues for time waste. While temporarily working in a photographic studio with the famous photographer Bay Jennifer Nitsch, the simple and handsome worker Louis Ethan Erickson meets her manager Henry Malcolm McDowell who is impressed with his beauty. He invites Louis to take some pictures, gives the artistic name of Dorian to him as a homage to Dorian Gray, and a framed picture of him. Louis wishes to have the same fate as Dorian Gray, and from this moment on, he becomes very successful in the career of modeling. As years go by, he notes that only his picture ages, and he has the same face of years ago. Dorian, is a contemporary version of Oscar Wilde's classic, The Picture of Dorian Gray. When I was a boy, this book was among my favorite ones. Dorian, is a simple low-budget movie, with a great music score, and average performances, but I liked it. My vote is 6. Title, Brazil, Dorian Gray Pacto com o Diabo, Dorian Gray Pact with the Devil. A cheesy, modern take on the portrait of Dorian Gray story. The most unsettling thing is, there are supposed to be flashbacks from 20 years earlier, but they aren't the least bit convincing, it almost feels like the moments occurred on a previous day. Malcolm McDowell's character is either immortal and unagging, or the makers of this film didn't feel it was important enough to put him in makeup to make him 20 years younger for these flashback moments. 
It was later on that I realized that this film may have been originally shot for television, due to the fading in and out that occurs whenever possible. There were things I liked and hated about both versions however, I don't think a side-by-side -side comparison is a good idea simply because of the different attitudes during the time frames the pictures were made in. Not to mention the difference in attitudes between the 1945 version and when the book was first published in 1890. Each version was an interesting look at what is considered to be a classic novel of morality. All in all I think each version did a fair job of telling the story for the times they were set in. The interpretations were vastly different but the question is still valid. Would you sell your soul in exchange for everything you ever dreamed of and if your answer is yes is it really going to be worth it? Well, not very much more to tell then, yes, it's a modern adaption of Oscar Wilde's classic, The Picture of Dorian Gray. Competent and completely irrelevant TV flick, nothing which makes it worth to watch it or even rent or buy. It's set nowadays within the professional model scene where a manager discovers a new talent. And one of the first pictures he takes of him is this, Picture of Dorian Gray, which ages instead of him. Dorian, makes this pact with the manager who seems to be the devil or something. And when the picture gets destroyed he dies, yeah yeah, you know the story I guess. Nothing really to mention about this movie except that it is not really boring. Oh. K. If you have absolutely nothing to do and they screen it on TV oh yes, Malcolm McDowell has some cool and evil facial expressions but always repeating the same, and the director Alan A. Goldstein also did. Death Wish V, with Charles Bronson, and this last comment was for the nerds, hee hee. I must admit I do get a genuine kick out of people giving films like this a serious review like their Siskel and Ebert. I watched it on Tubi. It's exactly what Tubi is for. And I was entertained for 90 minutes. I give it a solid 5, though I never was bored or took my eyes off the screen and the 5 stars are for the beyond humanly beautiful lead actor. This movie could have been twice as long and I'd watch it just because he really is that darn gorgeous. Malcolm. Well, you always know he is going to bring it in any role regardless of how stinky the film is. There's a tawdry bit of pleasure seeing him perform as if it's Shakespeare and not the direct-to-DVD direct that it is. After a couple glasses of wine and I'd easily watch this again. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.